0: Whether or not you heard the battle cry tonight or the distinct sounds of a coin drop early this morning, you're in good company here. You're listening to the bingo hall boys. Most definitely, almost certainly a professional wrestling podcast. Subscribe, download every episode, and then tell your 50 friends. Most importantly, tell your baby dork-ass friends to watch wrestling.
1: a song copyrighted because that'd be the perfect intro music
0: right now i i think it is i think it is my name is jake and joining me is my co-host and today's show notes author mitch oh there's another part okay i'm reading this for the first time mitch how are you so fantastic unlike that phony rohit Raju, the sun literally shines out i'm not saying that (laughs) um <laughs> dude you're really feeling yourself with these show notes i asked you to do show notes for the first time and I'm not, not disappoint. i'm uh i'm i'm really excited that you've got the wheel
1: now i had fun with the intro um and in today's news <laughs> vince mcmahon still an absolute garbage person it's not on today's show but maybe just an opening line much like the twitter account is teddy Hart in jail today's answer surprisingly no sunny on the <laughs> other hand in jail, in jail while her hubby runs her only fans from the outside this is somehow not satire can you tell i was binging college humor's breaking news recently a little bit a <laughs> little bit <laughs> so we all there have to that. find
0: our inspiration somewhere
1: <laughs> so i was taking this uh this world religions course back in like grade 12 and sure Whenever we go whenever I go to the A and W, there was this dude who worked there, and every time he take your order, it sounded like it was right out of a newsreel, like, Hi, welcome to AW. What can I get for you this evening? And like I am not like I'm not being hyperbolic at all. Like that's exactly what he sounded like. And my world religious teacher goes there one night, hears him of the drive thru, tells us a story the next day and goes, I told the guy, you know, you should really think about going to new school or something. He goes, I'm in broadcasting school right now. So he's Jeez. literally just using his AW and job to practice his news voice while he was taking orders all the time.
0: I mean, I get it. I've had so someone who was at our local. I think I think it was the McDonald's did that, and I only saw him a couple times. But dude, is that's that's so like annoying whenever you're trying <laughs> to just get like an egg McMuffin <laughs> first thing in the morning, and it's no. Whoa! Why? How did that? I'm like, all right, my that wife's. Sounded- Viciously a more Simpsons, shaking Timur. her head. She knows exactly who I'm talking about.
1: They're the scientists from The Simpsons? Wow, well, hi.
0: <laughs> I mean, basically. <laughs> um, so, yeah. <laughs> Weird week. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't really have too much to banter about because we have a lot of stuff to get to. There is a lot of stuff to um, get to today. Yeah, and we're going to try to keep this somewhat short because last week's show i don't even think we got to like half of the stuff that we wanted to so uh, as much as i love to chat and banter we'll probably have to <laughs> do that off air uh what do you want to get into first
1: well let's uh let's start out with one of the news breaks so um fightful sent out a little report um i i definitely don't pay for their their Patreon because you can find it all for free within 30 seconds of getting posted. But
0: uh, I mean, that's what, that's what stuff like other Twitter accounts, mm-hmm. you know, squared circles on Reddit, stuff like that is useful for that. And I, I don't know. I, I feel for the guy because Sean Ross Sapp like is working almost more than like any other wrestling mm-hmm. journalist. And he actually like takes his job seriously. I think the other one would be like Mike Johnson. Yeah. Dave Meltzer's kind of like he's neurotic and on the spectrum, so I don't want to say he's necessarily like doing it out of dedication.
1: Yeah, that's just him. <laughs> that's
0: just who he is. Um, but yeah, no, I I'm not I'm not gonna subscribe to uh, figure out which NXT member <laughs> is getting called up. I don't I don't need that. But anyway. Yeah. Run us, run us through this report we didn't pay for.
1: Yeah, so essentially they've said a, a notable AEW roster member. We can pretty much infer it's Someone who was in Triple H's NXT received a call, not from Triple H, but from whoever's in talent relations in WWE, essentially pitching, hey, do you want to come back to us? Mm-hmm. Um, said AEW talent directed them straight to his or her agent, not even taking the call personally and then went and talked with Tony and everybody and said, hey, this, this was a thing that happened, just so you know. They obviously knew this person was under contract and this is not the first time this strategy has shown up within WWE negotiation tactics. We've had a uh, pass both with MLW, Cor Bauer uh, being very vocal about this sort of thing and with uh, Ring of Honor, notably with Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole, baby, which I believe if... Uh, if the reports are to be trusted, or to be trusted, delayed both of their debuts in NXT because there were some issues with talking to them before the Ring of Water deals were expired, mm-hmm. and I think with Kyle it caused, you know, as much as a seven-month delay from when they would have liked to have had him in NXT by by trying to reach out early.
0: Yeah. Before I want to get into it, I want to circle back. As soon as we launch the Bingo Hall Boys Patreon, I expect all of you to pay for it. Mm-hmm. Um yeah this this story was really interesting because um it's one of those things where it's like the more things change the more they stay the same. Um I don't want to say that this is necessarily like a, a Connecticut thing because I mean you look back in the day at like you know how you know under the table like wrestling promotions were like the territories were notorious for just being like Hey, how much you making now? We'll pay you more to come over here. Um now <laughs> did Vince McMahon's regime like profit off of that and destroy the entire industry? Uh yes. Literally the yes. business model. <laughs> like literally that's what they do. Um I uh there's there's a bigger picture thing here that really upsets me um and that's like workers rights Mm
1: -hmm.
0: which we don't have to necessarily get into right now i mean i will get there eventually but i it it should come to no surprise that someone who's like as serious about their contracts as wwe is where it's just like you will have no outside contact you will have a 90 day like non-compete clause but we're also going to reach out to people who are under contract elsewhere and try to steal them away. It it shouldn't shock anyone who's paying attention. Mm-hmm. Literally, anyone who's paying attention, and you know, for someone who hires "quote unquote" independent contractors, it's what they do is borderline illegal. It so, probably
1: is just straight up illegal. Forget the borderline. The question is, well, how you do something it, about it?
0: We we exist in a very gray area whenever it comes to capitalism here in the the worst <laughs> part um i was gonna say the worst part of north america but mexico can get pretty pretty dicey uh, <laughs> anyway <laughs> uh, i'm late i'm still riding the high off of dynamite yeah. um but yeah
1: Canada, we're good
0: <laughs> yeah i was gonna say you guys are rad i keep looking at uh <laughs> i keep lo- what's the canadian version of like zillow a
1: like a Zillo?
0: like a real estate website. <laughs> uh, I realized I needed to like elaborate.
1: Uh, we've got like we've got Remax. That's one of our real terms. Well, yeah, we have Roberts. Remax down okay. here too.
0: That's like a broker.
1: I don't know. We, anyway, like mine's provincial. It's Sask Homes. <laughs> <laughs> All I, right, I don't well, know, I don't know I'll, what is. Book
0: market. <laughs> um, but anyway the whole independent contractor non-union thing that WWF does. And honestly, that AEW is doing now too. Uh, that's very disappointing. And it's also a shot against CM Punk that he tore WWE, <laughs> a new one. And meanwhile, isn't really forcing the issue in AEW. It's kind of like, all right, like, all right, it is what it is. But yeah, I, I'm not shocked by this at all. I would assume it's either Adam Cole, Malachi Black, like you said, someone who would, was in an XT previously, I, I just, I don't know. It's sleazy. It's a sleazy tactic from a sleazy company. And honestly, if I'm Tony Khan, I'm just like, oh, okay. I didn't know we could do this. Great. <laughs> yeah. Because hey, like... Sandra, I, how you doing? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Waves <laughs> at the camera. Hey. Yeah. Um, yeah. I... I mean I see that you made a note here But it's like yeah the, the cons have more money Than mm-hmm. WWE So it's like if you want to get shot. And you want to get But could you imagine How freaking tone deaf it would be For the WWE to file a lawsuit Against another wrestling promotion For contract tampering <laughs> Like do you know how insane that would be Because it's just like uh, Well we also Your honor Let me uh, show you this text message <laughs>
1: I did not have sexual relations with that woman.
0: I did not Tampa with Malachi, but that wasn't JFK. What am I doing? I'm punch drunk. <laughs> Are you ready to move on?
1: <laughs> I, I am
0: ready. not a crook.
1: God. So big picture number two, this one, we don't know how far this, how, how far out this is going to be. It could be a month. It could be six months. How soon is Triple H going to back off? Have his back to the wall? We know the the new factor, the novelty with Triple H taking the realm of WWF WWE is going to wear off. We've seen I've it everywhere else. It. It's always a thing. We saw it with Dynamite ratings. Eventually, mm-hmm. things trickle off, and you hit down to baseline. I we don't know where baseline is going to be for Triple H. I'm guessing the demo is going to be somewhere between 0. 0.4 and 4.5 going down from the the six, five or whatever that he started at for the new hype. We don't know how soon it's going to be, but what happens when he hits that, when he gets his back against the wall, when things start dropping and he realizes he needs more than the new value to keep going.
0: Yeah. For those people who have been listening the last couple of weeks, this is the point that I've been fascinated with because whenever you look at triple H, the booker and NXT, everyone likes to look at the launch of NXT all the way up until you know they started going toe to toe with Dynamite, and once he had his back against the wall and was getting his ass kicked weekly by Dynamite, he totally lost the plot.
1: Did he, or did people come in and take the plot over from him? And I don't actually know. How much I would assume did they get when they got their ass kicked.
0: I would assume it's him because uh, again, I I talked about it a couple weeks ago, but it's like you look. You look at the style of booking that you have in NXT. You have the ascent of your next big star. That star goes up to the main roster and is no longer on your show, and you get to book the next stars. You can't do that on the main roster. And so it's going to be really interesting to see how he kind of recycles people on the main roster because, again, Looking at NXT, whenever they were going toe-to-toe with Dynamite, you had Adam Cole, Gargano, Champa, the TikTok man. A lot of these guys felt... Kyle O'Reilly. They even had Finn Balor. All of these people. My my poor, poor, sweet Prince Devitt. None of them felt special. Um, and I think that's what you're going to see with the WWE main roster. I just... I don't think people are ready for whenever Monday night football starts and a huge chunk of people watching raw dips. I mentioned it last week, they've already dropped 10% of people from week one to week two. That's not going to go back up unless something crazy like we're doing. Um, I don't know. What's the biggest match that WWE could even do right now?
1: Um,
0: Something absolutely insane. Like, we're going to be doing Brock Lesnar versus Shawn Michaels. Tune in. Like, I, I don't know. Like, what's what's the craziest, like, the coolest thing that they can do? I'm so, I'm so, like, finger off the pulse. I legitimately have no clue what their best match is. Most fans would tell you something with Brock or Roman, but... I don't know.
1: I mean maybe Roman Kevin Owens is the biggest thing they can put together right now? I guess. I, I don't, I don't know. know. I mean, it, the answer in the long term is Cody Roman. That's where it goes, right? But we've got another four or five months before his peck scaled up. Because that's their hotshot one that they can go with.
0: Yeah, but from everything I've seen, they're counting on The Rock coming in for this year's main event, right?
1: Sounds like it, yeah.
0: So, I don't know. It's just... I i'm i'm not even cautiously optimistic i'm just i'm very cautious for all the people who are saying like oh wwe is actually good now i'm just like guys let's let's pump those brakes um we've got a mutual friend um friend of the show tyler who was in our in our little chat the other day was really excited about the the uk castle show what's it called Mm -hmm
1: clash at the castle yeah. <laughs>
0: clash at the castle they have a sold-out stadium mm-hmm. and if they don't add any crowd sweetener that could be a really awesome unique feel and that's mm-hmm. something that wwe desperately mm-hmm. needs i could see myself you know mm-hmm. parachuting in and watching that show on the peacock um but long term, it's just like, I don't care. I'm not going to watch three hours of Raw. I'm not going to watch two hours of SmackDown. I don't even show up and watch Rampage on time. Are you kidding me?
1: <laughs> I so just. This is, this is the one part whereas Canadians have a huge advantage in terms of the Connecticut department. So when it comes to streaming services, WWE goes on Sportsnet, AEW goes on TSN. Um, right. They're both essentially ESPN 1A and 1B. There's really. Which one's ahead is up to debate. It doesn't actually fucking matter at all. But when it comes to the streaming stuff, Sportsnet, so the WWE one, is is light years ahead in the sense that it leaves the commercials on, which is annoying, but you can skip through them, obviously. like You can just fast forward through. Right. And you can scroll through, so you can see the images the entire time. TSN with Dynamite, if I watch it on replay... The commercials don't happen, but then you get those random YouTube can't skip the ad type yeah, breaks and the they pop ups. up four or five times. So with uh, with the WWE ones, I, I wanted to give a, a solid month of seeing what's actually going to change and see what the show is going to develop into. So a three hour raw, I got through in about an hour and 25 hour and 30 minutes, skipping commercials and being able to scroll through commercials and really shitty segments I knew I had no interest in because I could still see the thumbnails below to know where I was. So on any given camera
0: way, production, still the same,
1: Um, n- not exactly the same because I didn't have to pause to literally try not to vomit. And sure. I'm not trying to be facetious when I say that. No, like, I literally Kevin, I Kevin We were watching work. the Royal I, Rumble together
0: yeah, and I, I, I had to turn it off. It yeah, was so I'm rough. Not,
1: not exaggerating. Like it I'm not I'm a little rough with motion sickness to begin with. And sometimes those quick camera cuts in the 4K cameras, they literally make me feel like I'm gonna throw up. I'm not trying to be a smart ass. That's actually what it feels like. It seems a little better. There's still too many, but okay. I haven't gotten nauseous. So I think maybe they've toned it down, you know, just enough to be bearable where it's annoying, but not like physically. Uh, sure. Debilitating. sure. Um There are longer matches so far. That's the real change. That's the positive is there are longer matches. And yeah, matches but is
0: that, there. but is that match quality going to be there? You we'll know, it's like out something in the long
1: term. That's the thing, right? right? We've which seen a is a couple hot shot ones, which were great. Like Kevin Owens and Drew was awesome. Will that still be the case in a month? We're gonna find out. He's gonna have a real tough test to um. prove he can do that. The roster's not deep right now; it's very shallow.
0: I'll tell you, the match the WWE fans are gonna lose their shit over. Uh, Walter is gonna chop the shit out of Cody's chest, and everyone's <laughs> gonna be like this is amazing and it's gonna be like the first Walter match they've like mm-hmm. really seen because I don't know I'm sure he's not doing that on Smackdown a week weekend it's,
1: it's definitely toned down he's still there's still an element of him like he's kept the core part but instead of like that it's, whole idea yeah. of wrestling being your core personality turned up they basically reversed it and muff put a muffler on him but I mean, you
0: remember Walter? Yeah, he's he's in shape now, but he's he's kind of a Nazi, but not really. We don't we don't like to talk about that. the the the, bo- the old boss is gone now. He's uh, he's being reformed.
1: Yeah, we'll we'll see what happens with uh, um, the ring general. But uh Cody's <laughs> but like anemic, I said, so his chest is going to red up. Yeah, I was going to say it's going to be dope.
0: <laughs> I uh, I'm I'm really interested. I I really want to know the adjustments that triple H will make on a week in week out basis, Mm -hmm. because I mean, even (laughs) people get upset, no comparing, but whenever dynamite has a bad episode, the next week is amazing. Mm -hmm. Like one of the best shows they've ever done. And sometimes they string together like an entire month of like some of the best Mm -hmm. episodes of TV wrestling you've ever seen. And I can't tell you the last time I watched a raw or a smackdown and was like, Oh my gosh, this is must see. Like I can't miss anything on this show. I think I was 12.
1: Yeah. And I like, I've watched, I've watched everything since triple H just took over. Cause I said, it's, it's a month, no strings attached. I'm seeing how it plays out. Cause so I'm curious. Nothing is must see. So there what's the good spots. Nothing's must what, see.
0: What's the formula.
1: The formula is exactly what you'd expect from Triple H. You open with a 15-minute promo, no exceptions, largely skippable. I skipped the one on Raw this week. It was...
0: But Mitch, Dynamite really? opened with a promo this week too.
1: <laughs> exactly. Fuck me, right? What a mark. But uh, <laughs> yeah. that's that's the formula. Opens with the I'm, I'm sure it's a
0: little bit different. But I mean, honestly, it's better than the half hour promo. Oh, I yeah, mean, absolutely. If, it, if it's 15 My minutes. My worry it's... is it's
1: going to get to a half hour promo because that was Triple H's MO, right? Yeah. Game oh, yeah, H's.
0: I remember. Like,
1: that's That's what I'm worried about. And that's the formula I see already. But when the matches happen, they're longer. So it's, could I watch it live? I think I'd be poking my eyes out because they're still doing all the million recaps of the things you just saw 20 seconds ago. As if you tuned in for the first time and have never seen Uh a wrestling program before in your life. Like that audience member actually exists. They haven't existed for 30 years. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, they're catering to nobody with those recaps. But if you watch it after and skip all the bull crap, you can get through three hours in an hour, and there's a couple of good matches that are worth watching.
0: But that's qualifying it, though. You Absolutely. know, like that, there's 100%. there's a difference. 100%. There's a difference between saying like, "Oh, this is actually like appointment watching," no, like make 100%. sure you're home in time, yeah. and a difference between like, "Well, if you DVR it and fast forward through the majority of it, um, I, I could definitely see myself." Um, you know, like I said, just jumping in every week and just being like, "Hey, actually, there was a really dope—I don't know—Ricochet uh, Shinsuke Nakamura match. That's exactly on, what it is on SmackDown." Yeah. And I'm just like, and it's like it's actually yep. like four stars. I'd be yep. like, "Okay, yeah, I'll check that out." Oh, that's absolutely um, what it is. Yeah. So, there's four star matches right now.
1: Um, there's been three and a half for sure
0: well three I, and a half is like their ceiling though like you give but do you see what i'm saying though where it's like these people are starved for anything fun so oh, if you yeah. give them you give them three and a half it's like and that's where watching falling from the heavens too, right
1: like i don't like drew and ko screw job finish but whatever every company does that one point or another um it was like it, it might have been four stars it's hard to tell because i like watching with blinders because all I've seen is two star garbage for years out of them where I don't remember what those guys look like when they go to a four star match. So I'm, it's a little bit, it might've been four stars. Like it was good. I enjoyed the hell out of it, but. Yeah. I'm,
0: I'm just incredibly skeptical because I don't really know. I mean, they don't really have to fix anything, which is the crazy part. Mm -hmm. So there's no reason to really Mm -hmm. mess with things. Yeah. Um, want we'll to do ROH next?
1: Yeah, so let's uh let's talk about what
0: uh So yeah, what, walk walk me through why you wanted to put this one on the list this week.
1: So, what uh what happened? I've been trying to be I fell off AEW Dark for a while. Um just got This week uh, was a banger. Oh, this week was freaking awesome. But for about, So yeah, if you're if you're listening,
0: yeah. go this oh, is 100%. we're recording this yeah. uh August 17th. Watch this week's yeah. Uh, dark. It is. It's legitimate. Absolutely
1: no. It's it's worth watching. Um, there was about a month, two months where I kind of fell off. Just got busy with other wrestling and busy with life, and it wasn't really feeling must watch. But uh, I've been making a more concerted effort to to stay up to date on Dark. Keep an eye on who's coming in, who's getting to tryouts, what mm-hmm. what indie guys are showing up. Um, after Rohit Raju's match, she cuts a promo. Tony Schiavone asked him kind of what's next in the world of wrestling is very careful not to specify what company and rohit goes you can't spell rohit without roh so we know he's going to be in the roh roster
0: which makes sense
1: absolutely it makes perfect sense there's been uh reports that anthony henry's under an actual deal we Let's know
0: go. we know
1: jd drake has and they even made an effort on dark to uh they're going to break this up when the time is right for roh but they they made a disclaimer that the Work Horsemen were a subsidiary of Wingmen Enterprises. So oh my God. JD Drake can team with Anthony Henry without betraying the Wingmen.
0: Quick sidebar I've got the trio for you. Okay. Anthony Henry, JD Drake, Kip
1: Sabian. That's definitely the trio. 100%. I think
0: Imagine them. No. I mean, like, that That is an awesome ROH act. It and is. I think that that would transition mm-hmm. over well to a great AEW act.
1: Here's here's the um, other trio I'll pitch to that. Um, leave Anthony Hendry and JD Drake just as the workhorsemen. They can do their thing and be the tag team. Instead, I'm going to take Kip Sabian and Helico and Kevin Blackwood and pair them all together. And I think it can work. <laughs> I'm serious, I an- think it can work.
0: And an- Helico is the last person you need to put with Kevin Blackwood who just like... <laughs> it would just be they, i mean i think it would work but um, oh my god would their matches be the same like it's like <laughs> oh did you watch that Anhelico, kevin blackwood <laughs> tag team match and it's like yeah uh they're basically fucking private party at this point and they have the same match over and over again
1: speaking of the same match over and over again the other people who are likely bound for roh talk about that segway uh charlotte and robin renegade they have their own entrance on dark now they do the twin thing where they slide renegade in out. twins. Yep. they finally got caught by uh the newest female ref on dark and it was hilarious they got busted the one got thrown out uh which but they...
0: by the way i like that ref a lot i think she's I, really good I,
1: absolutely i i brought her up really for good. a reason she is fantastic um yeah. Her and Stephen Smith, uh, Stephen Stevens, yes. I'm not totally sure. Yes. The new uh, African American referee they hired that got f- have fired from NXT for some bizarre reason.
0: They're excellent. He is. They're excellent.
1: He's the best ref in AEW.
0: Like, Ooh. I,
1: I'm serious, though. I, I'm trying I to think of
0: like, who my favorite. Paul is. Turner
1: would be the other choice. I
0: think Paul Turner's my go to. I, I
1: feel like Paul Turner is still I like, like the, the most experienced, but like, man. I like
0: Bryce but he can like be a Bryce. little a little too cartoony
1: rick knox is rick knox yeah it's it's a character it's one it and is. then aubrey
0: ha- has found a way to be more cartoonish than rick knox which i didn't think was possible anyway <laughs> um
1: <laughs> get on the topic of referee quality what the hell are we talking about
0: because we're dorks dude. oh we yeah the renegade crap. twins
1: so they're clearly going to our <laughs> way. Um, but the point is, you know, we're getting a lot of clues from Dark with the intros and the comments and the post-matches and things like that. Who's going to be mm-hmm. showing up in Ring of Honor? The big question is, what the heck is it going to look like? Are we going an hour? Are we going two hours? Are we going to do it like Impact, old NXT-style taping once a month? Are we going weekly? Are we going to combo it? What's What's it going to look like?
0: So, there's been, like, a lot of people talking about like, What does the future of AEW Look like as far as the TV Deals and I'm like mm-hmm. yo if you want to talk TV deals Mitch and I Are your guys <laughs> we Eat that stuff up Um, I I think that's the Wrong question to be asking right now No one's talking about ROH weekly TV and I don't Think that What are we calling them discovery Just discovery sure <laughs> that Discovery HBO Max are really interested in another mm. wrestling product. I mean, Dynamite's numbers are really good, Rampages are terrible. Um, it's to the point now where NXT 2.0 is doing better ratings week in, week out. 2.0. But then again, you want a taste? <laughs> I don't know who that's supposed to be. I'm going to guess it's someone on NXT <laughs> 2.0. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it's a it's a me Tony fat dick what do I'm you want um, <laughs> what was I, I saying know. I, <laughs> I was having me. a really good point okay um NXT 2.0 has a, an advantage of being obviously on a better night and a better time slot and they're barely <laughs> pulling this in uh Rampage Friday Nights pulling in a 0.1 whatever isn't great. Uh but it kind of is what it is. They're not putting a lot of importance on that. And I think if Tony Khan were a smart man, he would start loading Rampage up. Just like you have you have to have like top tier people on it, pump those numbers up so you can go back and just be like, "Hey, listen, we have two shows that are putting up decent numbers. One of them is handicapped by the time slot that it's in. Um, Why can't we be putting ROH on? I don't know. um, What's a night that doesn't compete with the NFL Tuesdays head to head against NXT 3.0. It's coming and it's on true TV. Or something like that. Um, Even if it doesn't draw the best, you know, a a 60 minute show isn't the worst. It's definitely not two hours. There's no way they could do two hours. Um, As far as tapings go, I don't think you can really draw a live crowd. Um, They've done a lot of tapings down at Universal. I mean, if you've ever been to an AEW show, there's like, two hours worth of pre-show and post-show recordings for, you know, there's Dark, Elevation, Dynamite, Rampage. Adding Ring of Honor on top of that might be a little weird. I don't know. Uh, So monthly tapings might be the way to go and just spoilers be damned. Um, I, I think that's a much more interesting conversation. Worst case, it ends up on YouTube. It just is what it is. And it's just more content that you're farming out and by the time that you you know reach a streamer like hbo max discovery you can just be like listen we have over i don't know through a number 20,000 hours worth of content they need to just start putting stuff out whether it's on youtube or whatever just start doing it um i have i have a hard time thinking that discovery hbo wouldn't mind putting that stuff on like a true tv even in a bad time slot who cares that that stuff's really interesting to me and i think there's a reason it hasn't been done yet but regardless once it starts give me the workhorseman versus the briscoes please <laughs> best of seven fuck ftr i want the workhorseman so before we get into dynamite Spoil the G one final for us. Who wins first thing in the morning, Okada or Will Osprey?
1: Okada wins, so that Osprey can win night two at Wrestle Kingdom. Right. That's that's the Doesn't only that way. Doesn't seem it can like the go, easiest. Right? F- yeah.
0: <laughs> and <that laughs> I watched every night of G one for that coverage on the podcast. <laughs> oh my god oh man such regrets uh i'll tell you something i have no regrets about watching house of the dragon presents dynamite let's just start with the big thing bud
1: (laughs) kenny by god omega kenneth is back baby
0: and he's wearing a lot of gear a lot of gear
1: do we do we dive right into Kenny or do we do we let it slow burn while we go through the rest of the card?
0: Yeah, we can go through the show. Um, I don't necessarily want to go point by point because, uh, last time we did that, it took us a long time. <laughs> um, but honestly, I really like the flow of this show. Yeah, it was awesome. um, let's let's just start with the thing that you liked most this week.
1: Everything mattered. Right, like that's just even the blow off stuff mattered imagine
0: imagine hating dynamite, right. like imagine like tuning in and just being like, This sucks. I want other type of wrestling. I just i don't I don't understand All of this it was is relevant. this is like top tier exactly what I want out of wrestling. Um I'll tell you that my my favorite thing of the night was how important they made John Moxley, CM Punk feel like right out of the gate. It gave him two separate segments. Mm-hmm. Um, they're quote unquote, hot shotting the main event um, of next week's dynamite, the title versus title unification match. We all know that that's <laughs> going to be a draw. Yeah. Like time, it's double a time DQ, limit draw. Double right, count something whatever like that.
1: Um
0: to set up the match that's fine like that that's okay i'm still hyped for that match (laughs) though you best believe i'll be watching live um yeah it's just everything that they did uh punk coming out and his first promo since being back is him just being a total prick i'm just like oh here we go this is the this is the cm punk i've been waiting for um calls out hanger in his hometown like runs him down and the crowd is like oh hey whoa whoa and then he's, I'm telling you I'm so into this I think I don't know if they can match as many pay-per-view buys as last year's all out because that was insane but if you're going to Mm -hmm. there's literally only one other match that you could do to possibly get there but Mox Punk is like that's going to be a banger
1: yeah, it was a rare occasion to start with with a talking segment. That's that's. Been but I feel big like
0: whenever Dynamite support. does it, it is it is
1: it's a perfect. big deal. Yeah, they do it for a reason. Like it's the, the idea is that you start with essentially the main the, one of the main events first. You bookend them. You put the main events first and last. And
0: Pumpkin and, and talking
1: was one of the main events. <laughs> Period.
0: Yep. Yeah, I I. I don't know about you. We can get into it later whenever we do like all out preview and stuff like that. I think Mox should win. I think Mox should have both titles because this version of CM Punk, the like shithead heel, mm-hmm. does not need the title at all.
1: Oh, he doesn't need it for sure. To feel
0: important. I mean that he didn't need he didn't need to beat Hangman to feel important. Um yeah, I just I'm I'm so into this. So what was your favorite thing of the show?
1: I mean obviously it's hard not to say the favorite things will make it coming back but honorable yeah mentions, the main
0: event was awesome
1: honorable mentions also go to i mean ricky the dragon steamboat was on it like oh my gosh I is i happy with, and like i he, want
0: more of that he's
1: got such a history with roh too like it, it fits like it, it's not roh just
0: random, jericho like it's not a like, random
1: hot shot guest it makes total sense for ricky steamboat to be on there when you talk about watching, like, late 80s matches that made you go, like, holy crap, this is what wrestling can be. Ricky Steamboat yep. is is a pioneer in that department. Like, Dynamite Kid level pioneered. It's awesome.
0: Criminally underrated.
1: Yeah. So, that, that was a huge highlight. And, I mean... I said this on our little corner. I'm pretty sure the neighbors heard me yelling scissor me daddy ass at the top of my lungs. (laughs) I absolutely popped for that. I did not hesitate. So
0: did the crowd, dude. That might have been the loudest pop over the night. We're going to have to do something with the acclaimed sooner rather than later. So
1: I think there's been two really recent retcons where Tony Khan's been like, oh shit, I fucked up. I got to fix this. The first was not giving Swerve and Keith the titles at the pay-per-view. He that, realized right yeah. away that he screwed it up so he took it off the box to Swerve and Lee right away and fixed it. He knew that was a mistake and pulling Daddy Ass away from the acclaimed. People were so mad. He's like, "Oh shit, like there were more legs to this this thing than I thought." So we we fixed it.
0: Yeah, dude, I am uh I'm a big fan. Mm-hmm. I mean, they Like I said, it's just like Dynamite's not really a variety show in the same way that, you know, WWE, Mm -hmm. their shows, you know, they want that circus feel where it's a little bit of something for everybody, but really it's nothing for nobody. Uh, Dude, this show rocks. Like you said, everything mattered. Everything led into the next thing. Um, Man, what a time to be alive. It's just the last couple of shows have been amazing. And then you look at it and it's like, after all out, I think it's like the next three weeks are all up in New York, and those crowds are going to be rabid. Like that New York metropolitan yeah. area, like and New Jersey. Where
1: Where do we Where do we go after that? It's somewhere significant, I think. It. I I don't know. It might be in my neck of the woods. I I, I still know. gotta fly there. But, is that
0: Is that the end of September for you? Uh,
1: October twelfth is the dynamite okay. for Toronto. that's gonna be rad it's i mean the main event books itself it's kenny omega and the bucks for the trios titles against jericho and 2.0 because it's an all canadian team if you (laughs) want to switch the titles you totally can you don't need to but it's literally face versus face in canada because it's right battle of freaking winnipeg like
0: and you can also you it it would be worth just the experience of seeing babyface mjf at that point uh because i
1: oh my gosh there's, there's we're getting on, ahead of ourselves. There's more on that in a minute, but the other thing I really want to Ooh, okay, before tease I get me. to babyface MJF is uh, Kylan King versus Tony Storm. This match actually got some time. Kylan King has a new theme. It, what it was I'm all saying, right. It was what all I'm right. saying is, I'm pretty sure she's ROH bound.
0: Oh that's, yeah, no, for sure. That's,
1: that's um, that was my point with the match was because she already had an. I thought record. you were gonna say
0: the match was a banger, and I was like, no,
1: the oh, match was all right. right. It was right. fine. I think Kylan King's definitely underrated for what she brings to the table. She's starting to come into her Oh, home. she's
0: so much better than what she was during the oh, pandemic. That
1: is the, the real point, is you watch her from those first matches she showed up to the Kylan I King
0: didn't see it,
1: game dude. Now, and the growth so you can see is, like, there's actually talent there and there's potential there. Not like the private party growth where nothing happened for three years and they're still three years away from being three years away. But... Yeah, you need King. to trademark
0: that because that is the most perfect. The worst part is I can't take credit for it. Party.
1: I can't take oh, credit sure you for can. that. I sure mean, you I can. I'll take credit for it on the wrestling corner, but I actually got yeah. it from my track coaching world. But they don't like wrestling, so they don't have to That's fuck That's Three yeah. years away from being Who cares? From trademark Mitch, twenty twenty two. Here we go. Let's <laughs> let's do it. Jericho Hall, big
0: middle finger to private party. But yeah. yeah, dude, imagine if Jade had as much growth as Kylan King has. That's had. just it, man. Like, and, and it's, it's not like it's not like Kylan King is like a. a
1: no, World I'm not saying she's going to win point, the title but... in the, the next week, but she's going to go to ROH. She's going to keep improving. And I really like that they gave her a chance on Dynamite with a new theme because she already had an AEW theme. This was a new AEW theme yep. and a chance to show like, hey, I'm not the girl you remember from those squash matches. Like, I went out, I worked my ass off, and I've gotten myself better. And that was...
0: Dude, she's been hitting the road hard. I,
1: she has been working her fucking ass off. And I, I'm i a huge fan of her. <laughs> We're
0: really <laughs> earning that. Explosive! Well, I
1: tried, but you wouldn't read the intro properly. What is a guy to do? I I'm trying to be. I'm
0: trying to be a good boy this week.
1: I was, but yeah, no. Of um, off of Rohit's intro too, his mother calls him the sun because the sun shines on him. Like it all made sense. It fit but
0: It fit. My fits. <laughs> but but uh, yeah, no, I, I um. I, I definitely think she's a lock yeah. for ROH uh, and their women's division is really interesting because I think their ROH is it's going to be a weird version of what mm-hmm. like NXT is mm-hmm. for WWE where it's not necessarily like whoever's the big star there is going to move on mm-hmm. it's possible I mean if if someone has a meteoric rise like mm. say Yuta yeah. uh, didn't get popular on yeah. Dynamite and got popular in ROH yeah. yes of course yeah. Bring him. bring him up um, but I mean, you're even having people like Samoa Joe, who's MIA mm-hmm. right now, uh, and that's that's just a good spot for them. They're they're getting paid to rest and will work a limited schedule and help develop really younger well, like younger talent. Yeah, dude, I'm so psyched for ROH.
1: So face MJF. Yes. We heard a I... word tonight we have not heard in a long time. Pinnacle always
0: on top baby um it's interesting because I would assume that he's I mean we've talked about this before Mm -hmm. I would assume that he's either the surprise to end the show at all out or for Arthur Ash it's going to be one of those two Mm -hmm. because there's (laughs) Johnny Gargano is not coming out to challenge Punk at the end of all out (laughs) just saying um,
1: Candice LeRae, on the other hand, I'd still pop for at the end of all out.
0: Candice LeRae Moxley, let's go. <laughs> um, but yeah, dude, I, um, uh, he's not going to get booed when he comes out. No. And he's going to have his work cut out for him to. But if he's going to be moving forward and he's going to be wrestling, mm-hmm. I would assume, Punk or Mox, like mm-hmm. MJF makes the most sense to be the next mm-hmm. guy.
1: He's wrestled both of them before.
0: Dude, that whole like him going after. Let's just talk about it. I haven't heard anyone else say this. Uh, MJF has WWE fans eating like out of his hand. Mm-hmm. There are the WWE stands who just destroy anything AEW mm-hmm. who are just convinced that MJF is going to go to WWE, which he might. Mm-hmm. He very MJF well could, could like, be yeah. WWE bound some anytime soon. Sure. I, I get it. He's a Cody boy. Um, they are defending him so hard mm-hmm. that I'm just like, dude. I mean, that that's crossover appeal. They are interested. So you have uh, someone on your roster who's getting WWE fans who hate your product mm-hmm. to watch your product. Even if it's like vicariously through like Twitter Or Mm -hmm. DVR Or you know they sail the high seas Every week regardless They have the fingers On the pulse of your promotion Because of MJF You pay him anything And just don't announce it And do the whole CM Punk like I'm going to win this title and leave type stuff Dude This guy has money And whenever he comes back he's a star. Instantly.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Instantly. Um, but yeah, let's talk about the star that did come back.
1: Don Callis?
0: Don Callis is back, baby. Mm-hmm. Which is such a weird dynamic. Because <laughs> no. it's like, it's one thing if like Kenny Omega comes out, but it's like Kenny Omega came out. With
1: Don Callis and Naka 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 Nakasawa. Naka,
0: with both guys, and I was just like... <laughs> Oh, fuck. are we getting right back to this Kenny Omega shtick that I wasn't a <laughs> huge fan of? I'm like, oh my gosh. So hopefully Don eats a V-trigger sometime soon. That would be would yeah. uh, be extremely enjoyable. Um can I talk about the thing I hated on this episode?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Hangman was backstage, what's up?
1: Yeah, um, why even tweeted that picture out like
0: <laughs> I know but why call him out and not have him come out? That that does damage to that character of not showing up in front of the home crowd. I would assume that he's either going to do something on Rampage, or he's going to show up after the tapings mm-hmm. to like send the crowd home happy. Wh- why not use him to get the big pop? And I get that you're trying to set up Mox Punk, but you don't have to call out Hangman in that spot. I- that that was that was very odd to me.
1: There's, I mean, there's a long-term plan for it, for sure. I think there's... Which I
0: trust. Tony Khan is a long-term booker.
1: There's, I think the the arc with Hangman is he's still getting over the the corruption he felt with being world champion and how he felt to, like, losing himself in that title. And so when Punk called him out, it's like, I don't want a rematch. I don't want anything to do with that title right now. I want to be with my friends because I lost myself with that title. So you have the fucking belt. I don't care
0: counterpoint we've never heard him say that or express that on tv which is a huge problem a huge problem um and i think that's the one thing that you know we can have backstage Mm -hmm. vignettes we can have people watching the tv at weird angles and uh and with me at this time is is, oh we're being interrupted like we can do all that stuff but we also need to have someone just like cutting a promo backstage we're just like hey hanger. Uh, you haven't really been doing anything since you lost the title Mitch you just wrote the promo for him man but we're not talking about it on TV that that deeply upsets me anyway that, that was the only thing about dynamite that I was I was upset with um, everything else was an absolute blast so is there anything else you want to cover before we scoot
1: I think uh, let's talk about uh, Kenny in the match itself
0: Watch an insane that. match. We finally get Dragon League. Yes. We Finally get Kenny Omega. Like this is such a bonkers match. Like mm-hmm. so yeah, it was Kenny in the box versus Los and Nobles. I almost said De Japan, but it's not. Nope. De Elite. <laughs> De anyway so roosh who <laughs> did roosh is so bad he was so bad in this match did you see whenever he went to go uh i think he was gonna go kick matt jackson in the corner and the camera caught him slapping his thigh really really hard and he didn't make any contact with the boot and then did the tranquilo and the crowd mm. was booing. i was like i hope they're booing because that looks terrible um andrade was great dragon lee was great the bucks were great kenny was great roosh continues to be the most overrated person in wrestling for me i just don't i don't get it dude why are people so into roosh
1: well i think there's uh there's a reason he's not actually on pen and paper right
0: he is uh, well he's no, no, he conscience. signed a, a per appearance deal. Yeah,
1: that don't mean shit. That's no that's no, no, no. first negotiation rights. That's all that is. Is hey if somebody else comes talk to you, I get to talk to you first.
0: So the match itself was a lot of fun. Um, Kenny Omega got a massive pop and came out and he's wearing, you know, giant jacket and he mm-hmm. takes that off and it's like, oh, he's wearing the compression shirt and the shoulder sling that is uh or it's a shoulder brace yeah. but it's like that's uh that's concerning because mm-hmm. this dude has legit injuries mm-hmm. but then like as the match was going on i was like oh this is a work yeah this is 100 percent like he's yeah. he's good
1: yeah I'm reading uh reading some stuff on one of our other corners of the internet oh my god he looks so blown up oh my god he didn't came back too soon what is he doing <laughs> well kenny was not blown up he had like seven snapdragons in a row without cracking a sweat
0: work work this work, is, work work, this work. Is
1: how good kenny omega is <laughs> this six months down the road you're gonna look back at all those moments where you thought he was yeah. blown up and thought he was hurt and realized he planted yeah. those seeds eight months in advance because he knew where the fucking story was going was
0: the at all the aha moment was whenever I noticed the sh- the uh the shoulder brace and was like oh yeah you know the one winged angel mm-hmm. I was like yeah this could just yeah. be his stick moving forward right. like- but it was interesting to me because at the beginning of the match um they were working the other arm and the other mm-hmm. shoulder so I was like oh is he actually hurt? How meta is this going, Mitch? Like, are...
1: Have have we met Kenny Omega? This man is a master of detail. Like, so much so
0: that he's wearing a compression shirt like it's a New oh, Japan no. undercard match where it's that's just like, just it. yeah, I'm not really trying. I'm going no, I'm to wear my compression shirt.
1: So much before he did the, it was one of the, the tag spots. He came in wearing the t-shirt and only took the t-shirt off when things started to get serious. Like, oh my God, I guess I have to try. I'll take my shirt off. You're in like kenny is a master of these small details everything's planned out there are no accidents mistakes baby accidents there
0: there are going to be people who are like way too worked and so the Mm -hmm. narrative moving forward is that kenny's sloppy kenny's not ready
1: that narrative's already happening i just read it but
0: no but i'm saying like but whenever it's
1: proven that Mm he's
0: he's good and that was just to like build the story Mm -hmm. of like you don't have confidence in him, so whenever they finally win the titles, Mm -hmm. you're like, oh, man, he faced such great Mm -hmm. adversity. They're too stupid to, like, understand that, and they're just going to continue the narrative of, like, well, they won the titles despite him being... I'm like, man, this isn't hard.
1: No, it's (laughs) not. It's it's
0: (sighs) awesome,
1: but it isn't hard.
0: And it's fun, too, because (laughs) there's a little bit of you where it's just like, Like what if it's what if it's that's, not?
1: That's the true beauty of it, right? It's there's that little element of like, oh my gosh, this makes. I mean, freaking Danielson got Drove on his head today, dude. What I can't even talk about skip a freaking beat.
0: That Danielson Garcia two out of three falls match was so much fun, but Danielson's at the point now in his career where I'm just like, all right, let's, uh let's let's watch this Danielson match. I hope it's not the last of his career, and that's a bummer. So the idea of him doing like. Wrestle Kingdom and then G1 next year I'm like oh cool cool so he's retiring in 2023 got it good to know scares me dude but yeah just to end the first hour of the show which isn't a really big like rating spot Mm -hmm. that's when we do the two out of three falls that's insane it's it's also just like a, a masterpiece in booking because the first hour of the show is a talking segment and a two out of three falls match. Dynamite is amazing. Imagine thinking someone other than Tony Khan is the booker of the year. Like imagine thinking that there's a booker out there doing better than Tony Khan right now. And we have problems with his booking. Don't get me wrong. Oh, absolutely. He is far from perfect. 100%. But oh my God, this is so, like, head and shoulders above everything else. It's like head and shoulders and head and shoulders and head and shoulders. I promise this isn't a sponsored ad for shampoo. The
1: the other bookers are three years away from being three years away. (laughs) (laughs) Nailed it.
0: Stuck that landing. Um, So, yeah, coming up... um, This week, we've got uh, West Coast Pros running two shows. They're doing a tournament. Uh, The big match on there is Mike Bailey challenging Jacob Fatu for the title. Um, Mike Bailey is an easy candidate for wrestler of the year. Uh, I think it's him and Will Ospreay at this point, neck and neck. And I'm so excited for these shows. Whenever West Coast Pro runs and they get to do their own thing, and they're not weighed down by prestige. They're amazing. Uh, so yeah, if you're not subscribed to IWTV, make sure you do that and watch these shows. It's like 10 bucks. It's whatever. Like no, it, it's, not that much. it's it's worth, yeah. It, you're, even if it's just your West Coast pro machine and you use that to watch that, it's, I'm telling you, this weekend is going to be an absolute blast. I cannot wait. So anything else you want to run through before we head out?
1: Oh man, that was a busy, busy week as is.
0: What was your match of the week? Granted, we only talked about one wrestling show.
1: Yeah, I was like, I guess it's. I mean, it's between two matches. It was a two-match wrestling show, but I, did I you think...
0: um? Go ahead. Did you happen to see Osprey Naito?
1: I haven't yet. No,
0: it was really good.
1: I saw, I watched the the quarterfinals, like the the four matches that led to the semifinals late yeah. last night. So I was having trouble sleeping. I really liked. Uh, I really liked. Actually, I I can't believe I'm saying this because usually this is someone who's I'm not as high on as a singles person. I really liked Tamatonga against Jay White. That match outdid my expectations for him.
0: For yeah. Sure. He's having a weird year.
1: Yeah, like I, I expected that to be the match. I was like, man, why did we put this guy to the moon in the G1? But that one, that match pleasantly surprised me. Um, I, I mean, match it. of the week is still the Trials match because Kenny Omega's back. The, the Objectively, the two to three falls is the better match, but Kenny layered so many things. Like, it, right. they're back. Oh, my God. I'm going to get that Trials final in Canada. Like, What am I supposed to do? <laughs>
0: But no, Trios finals it all out.
1: No, Trios finals it all out. I mean like Trios match between Jericho and Omega and Canada. The I hope
0: Winnipeg. you get it. That'd be it's, rad.
1: It makes too much sense to have the battle <laughs> of Winnipeg in the first Canadian show. Like how do you not do that?
0: I uh yeah, I'm really interested to see I mean alright. The the thing that kind of like hurt the main event for me was after the match uh Rouge mm-hmm. and Andrade attacked and mm-hmm. demasked Dragon Lee basically off camera. Yeah. And it was just like, oh, so I guess Dragon Lee is either not signed to AEW or is going to have like a match against Andrade on like a rampage and that's it. Um yeah. It's whatever. I is it too much is it too much to ask for to just get a Phoenix Dragon Lee match in all wrestling? Like, can I just have the one, please?
1: Well, I like that's it. I don't just the, know what what Dragon Lee's contract status is. I I I don't.
0: I mean, he would be a guy perfect for ROH. Are oh, you kidding absolutely. Me? You just he's do. For it. And where's Bandito? Like for real? Like what
1: rumors what are we doing? that he's going to be an impact? That's that's what it's sounding like. Really? That's what I'm hearing. And he was at. Uh, I think he was at the recent tapings
0: dude i which is fine like impact needs guys too i i get it uh, good for him for getting a job and good for them for paying him a contract yeah but. yeah
1: he made their his debut in their tapings i'm looking up yeah that's uh thought I, I wish
0: i had a direct line to tony Khan and just be like dude what do you not see in bandito like why did you bring in roosh and not bandito besides the connections to andrade but like mm-hmm. it's whatever dude but anyway um circling back i really like the trios match but i felt like it kind of just died off in the middle and that might be because i i was on fight and i didn't have picture in picture um that kind of hurt it i think the two out of three falls match was really really good and i really liked osprey naito um i guess i could just call my shot and say that okada osprey is my my match of the week but (laughs) I might have to save that for next week since it hasn't happened yet, technically. <laughs> By the time you're listening to this it will, but
1: Yeah. Um, what, like four hours or so before that? Something like that.
0: I dude, if I didn't have work, like if I didn't have oh, to open man first thing in the morning i would probably just stay up i
1: got a weird scenario too i gotta to drop the car for the mechanics at 9 30 tomorrow and head to the office but i don't actually start working until noon so like i can nap uh... in my office for a couple hours with the lights out of the sleep mask. so maybe i'll play that game i don't know
0: <laughs> or you just go to bed and watch the match at work um yeah,
1: that, that's no need too. to i've, I've got options.
0: we're getting old dude you don't need to derail your sleep schedule for a g1 final in august you know
1: my my cpap machine's been kind of acting up lately my sleep schedule's been shot for a while thanks to that so i'm really getting old
0: (laughs) it's happening it is um all right that's the show uh until next week i'm jake i'm mitch this is the bingo hall boys wrestling podcast